Hey, this is Christian, and before you proceed, I just want to let you know that this is not a family-friendly podcast. There are adult themes, there is the use of adult language, and it's just not for the whole family. So as long as you know that, enjoy the podcast. Okay. All right, we are recording. I hope we are recording at least. Okay, hi, hi everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Sloppy Seconds. I am one third of your co-host. Uh, my name is Christian. And uh, uh, yes, wow. oh, it is Jared. <laughs> 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 it is me, Nigel. Yep. Mm, this is Sloppy Seconds. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a weird name. Yeah, it, it's a cool name, but Nigel came up with it, and here we are. No, I, no, I mean, like, y'all asked me to come up with a name, so I just, you know, thought of that for the okay. time being. Okay, to, yeah. um, to address the elephant in the room, we all have been apart for a long time. I haven't seen Nigel almost a year. I haven't seen Jared in, like, uh, eight months almost. So let's, you know, have a recap and uh, go through what we've been through in the last eight months and what's been going on. And I, Yeah, what, what has been going on, Jared? Yeah, yeah, let's start, Jared. What has been going on? Okay, what has been going on in the past six months? Well, Nigel, if you remember, we had a WhatsApp call a couple months ago when I was out on a jog in the park. We had a we had a video oh, call. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that, and, that that was like the last time we called. And and during that call, I was I was talking about a girl. I was I asked you all for advice and and like you know brought you up to date on that girl. So that girl. She's in the past, right? But she she gave me some very good life experiences. You know, <laughs> I I felt like I learned a lot um, just by socializing with this person, and it was very eye opening. And and one of the main takeaways from from that experience, that very that one month experience of my life, was that there was a lot of effort that I put in into past. Mm, possible relationships possible non-platonic relationships that i probably didn't have to put in to mm-hmm. get the same amount of effort so yeah. my lesson in the past six months was effective effort you know that was my lesson learn how to use your effort effectively and efficiently yeah but i didn't oh. lose my football jersey so that wasn't very effective. That was a waste. That was a big waste. Right. So what you're saying is that um, simping was your Achilles heel. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think simping was a very unnecessary, unnecessary volition that I, that I couldn't help myself from doing when I when I liked the girl, and oh. and this one girl proved to me that I didn't need to do it to get okay. to the same stage across relationships okay no like for like for my opinion like for my opinion sorry for like the interruption and everything no, no, no. but like i i feel like in a way we, we should not like in a relationship like due to like um personal experiences and so on i feel like in a way we should not be like trying so hard like putting like all your effort into like that specific one person like when you're chasing them at first i mean like no doubt it is like a good try but like after everything is like all done you know you got your skills and everything all like laid out on the table and like she's been through all that 
and like once if like you guys get together and like once you guys are together like there might be like it might just lessen up the heat you know what i'm saying like you've already like put in so much for her and like she already expects like that much from you so you need to like set your set your standards up like at that same level or even higher you know if you go lower yeah. then yeah so so, right. so you shouldn't set your average at the maximum you should you should give it an average standard so that when you do want to surpass it you can do so easily is that yeah, what you're saying yeah i mean like yeah you okay. got to go step by step you know okay okay don't don't go full simping on her you know right 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 and i think it's a mistake a lot of us make myself included and i'm sure you guys can relate or to some extent at least you know we're all yes. sim- we're all sims inside you know it, it's our innate uh, our behavior to be sims so it's a little hard our Same innate thing. behavior to be sims <laughs> our yeah, innate uh, behavior mm, to some I, i i believe that to everyone who hasn't had experience that that is the truth you are you are very inclined to go all out and put all your all all the the fruit of your labor into one basket and you're trudging along with that basket and you don't account for tripping along the way back home you know yeah especially with someone who like girls doesn't come very often like whatever one comes you want to like you know simp the hell yeah. out of it so you like just keep her there forever you know in in football terms it'd be like finding yourself one on one with the keeper yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> yes. you don't find yourself one on one very often and then yeah. when you do You need to have that mentality to keep cool, keep calm. You don't want to be a yeah. Lingard. You want to be yeah. a Lewandowski in front of goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, but like you know, like the first time when I heard the word sim, I thought it was squirrels in my pants. You know, like Finnish <laughs> and fruit. <laughs> like I didn't know that it was like an actual term and it, like it had a meaning until yeah, like I a, saw. It's such a new term. It's very new. Yeah, it's like a very recent word, right? Yeah. People only started using it like during the pandemic. Well, beginning of the year, like, beginning of the year. Yeah. What uh, words? I mean, like, yeah, the words. I mean, like, maybe someone used the word "sim" way before, but like, uh, you know, the word started getting mainstream. Yeah. Probably like, a fucking American this thing. Year. Yeah, definitely American. Yeah, probably. It's a joke. Well, like, I, I have not heard of the word. Wouldn't be surprised it was popularized through TikTok. Like oh. my for you page is so much of these guys going, <laughs> going like, "Keep your head up, King. Don't fucking stand <laughs> for this." There's a lot of um, revenge for Jada too. That yeah, just, yeah, yeah. that just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Jeff have have very similar FYP for you pages. It's very, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, but <laughs> it's, it's a bit sad and weird at the same time. But, so so yeah. Nigel what's uh what has developed for you in the past few months is is there anything of note is there anything of interest I mean like the past few months has been like honestly I feel like being in like the pandemic and so on you know it it works both ways like no doubt you get to like spend a lot more time by yourself mm-hmm. and um you get to like you know You have time to think about life and so on. You know what you want to do in the future. I mean, I feel like my brain is more productive during the pandemic rather than it being in, not in a pandemic. So I mean, like everything is has been going on like usual, 
and uh, been doing quite a lot of things, you know. But then, yeah, like life is just basically normal, but just more productive, you know. I've been recently, you know, jogging and so on. So so you so you like the pen, so you like the MCO then, like you well not like it, but you 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 don't mind it. You felt like you've come out of it on the other side as a better person. I mean, like, I felt like the MCO has definitely helped not only me, but so many other people because um, everyone's taking, like, the precaution like the precaution to, like, be more clean and so on. So I feel like that's a good thing, you know. That's a good first step in hopefully a very long change. Yeah, I, I was going to ask Nigel, like, is this, like, um, what I've noticed from you is that, I don't know if this is from the pandemic or just from you as a person, like, you used to be very active on social media, I used to post all the time, I used to flood your story. But recently, I, I just don't see that activity from you anymore. Like, like, like your, your Twitter is not active, your, your Instagram is not very active. Like what did you, what happened that you changed your social media habits? And what changed? I don't know, like, I'm not gonna lie, but I've not been like, yeah, it's true, like what you just said, I've not been like posting recently on any pages and so on. Yeah. You know, it's just probably like, Maybe it's because, like, let's say, before the pandemic, everyone's, like, so busy with school and, like, their normal life and so on, right? Yeah. And then, like, when you're on your phone, like, once you're on your phone, you just, you know, just want to lie down, start using your Instagram and Twitter, you know, see what's up. But then, like, right now, I feel like during the pandemic, it has kind of, like, opened my eyes because I tend to be more interested in, like, real-world news right now. Mm -hmm. Like more than basically more than you know social media news because obviously you gotta know what's going on and I've been keeping up with the news, uh because like I was supposed to fly back to the states on the 18th of August but right now like my flight my flights are cancelled and like the, oh, okay. the the corona is just getting real bad in in the US, so I mean. When I got back here, you know, obviously my first thing that I wanted to do was uh, spend time with my family as well as uh, spend time with friends that I've not seen for quite a while. And uh, surprisingly, that has been going well. And that's probably one of the main reasons why I've not been touching my phone that much lately. And even if I do, it's like me just watching the news or just watching a movie on Netflix and so on, like Instagram, Facebook and um, Instagram and Facebook, basically, you know, I have not been really active there, but mo um, mostly on Twitter because I, I get to see the news and so on. So, yeah, I mean, like, it really changed the way I spend my pastime now compared to how mm. I did before. I don't no, know about I, you guys, but, yeah. Can't really okay, yeah, but Jackson, how has the past six months been for you? six months so going back to march that's the lockdown is it or february so i i thought the start so basically my year started with me coming back to the us after spending christmas in kale and obviously when i was back in kale i i got closure with a girl that i fell madly in love with and then now we're friends again but then i got closure with that and i came back and I wanted to, you know, new year, new me, you know, find internship, find, find a girlfriend, whatever. And then, and then it's still like the new, the new year and same you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, I just, um, people, 
people talk about how Tinder is used for hookups and stuff. I disagree. I think Tinder is used for anything you want it to be used for. That's why you have your bio. That's why you have your pictures. You can you can pick and choose and customize your profile and kind of you know say what you want and um, you know. So I I did go on Tinder and, and I did go on dates with people and like th- I, I was seeing someone until the coronavirus happened. You guys know this person. And then, yeah. uh, and then when the coronavirus sent her home, we kind of drifted apart, and it, it made me, re- me realize that, you know what? Maybe we weren't all that good for each other. We were probably just, you know, dating for the sake of it, because we had no like emotional connection. We had no bonding. We had no, you know, just 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 no ties. So, and I felt nothing. The only thing I missed when she left was, you know, like the cuddles, and stuff like that stuff that you the can find. The physical companionship. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so the physical, physical companionship. companionship. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just yeah. spent a lot of time in myself. You know, a lot of introspection, a lot of reflection, mm. and then um, during the summer, I same thing. I I just worked. I, I I was working from home, or I'm still working from home in the summer, and I just wanted something to do like on the weekends or whatever. So I did start seeing someone else, and uh, same thing. I drove. I thought she was a much better looking girl than I was a better looking guy, and you know she was and, nice. What? And and what? Yeah, continue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> just shut up and let him speak. Why would you? Why would you say and? <laughs> why would you even add it? That he's talking anyways. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, like I wanted him to add more. You know. Yes, I'm adding add more. more detail. <laughs> he was like mid sentence. He go and. And but yeah, but yeah I, I did start seeing this girl that I was talking. I was talking here during quarantine. And then we finally met up for ice cream uh, beginning of summer. So like late May, I think we had our first. Oh, cheeky boy. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah. No, but then um, we made it clear that because she, she didn't want a relationship and I probably wasn't in the right place for a relationship. So we said that by the end of summer, which would be around now, we would cut it off and she'll go back to college. And I would, and, you know, we would like, we'd still be friends, but obviously we wouldn't be dating anymore. And, and that went really well for a while, you know, new experiences, new you know, just, just very eye-opening things. Eye-opening. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really fun journey and a really fun summer, but um, obviously it ended earlier than I wanted to and I will not go yeah. into detail in public. In public but why? Um, yeah. Well, along the same lines, I, I, I would say that there was so much that you don't know um, before before you know, having that physical, physical companionship. And oxytocin is an incredibly powerful drug. Um, it makes people do things that they wouldn't normally think about doing. Wait, sorry, Jared, uh, what, is, what is oxytocin? So, yeah, okay, so that? you know how your brain has different reward hormones, right? Different mm-hmm. reward um, chemicals, right? And everyone mm-hmm. knows dopamine, right? It's that addictive yeah. reward thing in your brain. And everyone knows serotonin, which is for yeah. some reason people seem to lack it these days. Everyone's complaining. Me. Um, but <laughs> oxytocin is the brain's love drug, right? Uh-huh. And and it's released when you when you're in close physical companionship with someone that you are romantically interested in, or or someone that you're attracted to. Right, right, right. Yeah. And and obviously it's released in different amounts, and more so when you're with someone less so when you're thinking about someone you know, so on and so forth mm-hmm. and and i was a very heavy dopamine kind of influence person before this but the moment i had that kind of physical companionship it was so 
it, it was really weird. It'd be like on text that attraction wasn't there. It was like, oh, hey, good morning. I'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, good morning, precious, so on and so forth. Uh, and I wouldn't really, like, f- feel anything. It was more of, like, entertaining her wants to keep her interested so that later on, when the day or the week or whatever, whenever she would come over, <clears throat> she would be interested in me and then, and then I would get what I wanted. Mm. And And... Looking back at it, that probably that or that isn't what a healthy thing should be like. Um, that 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 isn't what a healthy relationship should be like, and uh, I wouldn't even call it a relationship. I, I'd say it's a, it was a fling, a very brief, intense fling. Yeah, I call there was some it name. Fling. There was some name calling that. Uh, uh, you know, when you start swimming, you don't jump into the deep end. <laughs> Yeah. Right, you don't. But you, you jump into the deep end. It wasn't so much jump. It was more of like grandpa tossed <laughs> you in the deep end while he was drinking his beer, kind of, kind of experience. Like, like you know, for the audience who doesn't know this, I've never locked down a a proper relationship. Neither have I. Um, it's okay. And 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 all, all the experiences I've had with Tinder or normal has always been has always been talking stage or or up until physical, but I never went after that right and um yeah. so, so with this girl i was like do you want to meet for coffee so I was, I was supposed to meet her for lunch like on the weekend but throughout the week it went from like zero to hundred so quick and it ended up with me meeting up with her in the city and we had a sort of like short mm, cuddle kind of thing in front of the state library and because i wasn't in front used to that, of the state oh okay well in public some, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was in public. Um, it was Damn, like this is like big lawn in front of the library that that people sit and like you know just chill. Um, and it was nice. It was nice. Like got to know her. Like no, no sort of barriers. Um, physically speaking, it was, it was very interesting. It was a really good learning experience. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was really it was really bad for a beginner because it sort of changed my perspective entirely on what people can be like on how broken they can be and what kind of decisions they make because of that um yeah so for the podcast sake i will try to make this as vague as possible uh but because of certain past issues there were certain um there were very specific areas whereby control was passed from individual to individual okay. and mm. became more of me playing this weird game of uh, this is what you should do. This is how you should feel. This is how you should think when what I wanted was some, an, an equal Right, and of course, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 <clears throat> of course, there are people in the sexual community whereby you know kinks are okay, and everything's okay with consent. And yes, yeah. of course, everything yeah. is okay with consent. But at the same time, if you're looking to date, I feel like there should be a separation between what is emotional and what is sexual. Okay. And when lines start to blur, there problems start to arise, which is what happened for me. And um, so she was very adamant that that we would we were a fling and then we were friends, but then she, she started demanding more romantic things. Uh-huh. And 
I was like, I will give them to you if you are honest enough to admit what it is you actually want. Don't say, don't tell me you want a Big Mac. And when I give you a Big Mac, complain that it isn't a filet fish Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Don't be a Karen. Like, you order a Big Mac, take the Big Mac, be happy with the Big Mac. Um, so it had to end. And, and I really didn't want it to end because I enjoyed the good times so much. It was really fun. It was really fun. But um, one, she just told this really weird story. She just FaceTimed me one night and she's like, I have a lesbian girlfriend. What? <laughs> yeah. That escalated yeah. quickly. She was like, I have a, like, so I was playing games, right? I was on Discord and, and she just called me. So I put yeah. my phone in front of my laptop and she goes, Hey, I don't know if I've told you this, but I have a lesbian girlfriend in the UK. And then she hung up the phone. Wait, no, no, she didn't hang up. So I was like, okay. Um, are, are, like, are you joking? Like actually like seriously dead ass. Are you joking with me? And she goes, no, um, she, she's got a really nice body. She sent me titty pics. I was like, what? what? Yeah, so, girlfriend. Yeah, of like no, no. So she was telling me that her girlfriend sent her titty pics, and I was like, yeah. okay, why are you telling me this? First of all, if we are just friends, that be fine, but we do things that friends don't. And second of all, um, you know, if we're not friends, why the fuck are you telling me this? So I asked her, like, yeah. are you serious? And she said, yes, she's, she, she was being serious. So I said, okay, in that case, all right, like, are you someone who, who has been, like, you know, given permission to, to have physical relationships outside of this? Or, or uh, like, does this mean we won't be fooling around anymore? And she said, nope, we won't be fooling around anymore. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, you're, you haven't given me enough to want to be your friend. You haven't, like like give you know what i mean when when friends become friends there's usually something that makes them want to stay friends it's like you make me laugh or like we yeah. click really well yeah. so, something yeah. like that right yeah and this yeah, was more yeah, yeah. of a, a sexual thing so and um so i was i, was, I wasn't very inclined to stay friends so i said okay well in that case well then i'm just like i i don't want to be an asshole like if you still want to talk to me i i'll reply but please don't expect me to put in the same amount of effort knowing that what I want is completely out of reach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so then I hung up and like a few hours later, she goes, I'm sorry. I was kidding. And what? Like, what do you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit. Like a few hours later, that same day she texts me and she goes, uh, you know, I was just kidding. Right. You know me well enough to know that I was just kidding. I was like, what are you talking about? I've only known you. And at this point, this was like a, a month. So I was like, I've only known you like slightly over three weeks. How would I know that you're kidding? Like, I don't know everything yeah. about your history. I know bits and pieces, sure. And she goes, oh yeah, but obviously I was just kidding. I'm like, no, obviously you were not just kidding because I <laughs> asked you straight up whether you were kidding and you yeah. said no. Like why would you double lie to dig yourself deeper? I gave you a chance to come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll, so, so I just said, it's like, like, forget it. It's fine. Like uh, no hard feelings. See ya. And she would text me like every single night, like 12 AM. I get FaceTime calls and she'd be like, Oh, I can't sleep this and that. And that was sort of the turning point that I realized that 
in past things or in past instances, instances where I was trying to get someone, I could have probably saved myself a lot of effort knowing that sometimes some people just want to live a, more of an illusion. So, so the moment you know what kind of illusion they want, you can objectively yeah. give it to them without mm-hmm. investing yourself emotionally. Which brings me to currently where I have... Okay, now this one I have to be really vague. Yeah. There's an individual that three people know about. Yeah. That I might have some interest in. Yeah. However, there's not enough for me to warrant a significant amount of investment emotionally. Yeah. And it's still very much a work in progress. Yes. it's like laying the foundation for a skyscraper. No, no, it's like laying the foundation for a building, but the architect has not drawn the building yet. So yes. we don't know how big yeah. this building is going to be, and we don't know what the purpose of this building is going to be. Do we know the budget? The budget. <laughs> uh, the, um, well, the budget, <laughs> it depends on how, <laughs> how emotionally invested I want to get. So we'll have to talk to the architect about that. Okay. But that is... that concludes my six month recap um specifically around the women in my life what do you um, what do you think about moving forward how do you think these six months have shaped how you you're moving forward and, and more importantly how do you feel as an individual now mm, i feel I, I don't want to go so far as to say detached but okay. it is a bit yeah. It is a bit like that. You don't feel as responsible for the words you say or for the things you do now that everything is online. Mm-hmm. Like a year ago, one of, one of my other friends used to call me up really, really like you know, at all weird times and she'd be like, oh, I'm really, um, you know, I'm, I'm having issues. Could, could we please talk? And I would like go out of my way. I'd be like, okay, I'll stop gaming one hour, take all the time you need, go around in circles about the conversation. Because like, if someone comes to me with a problem, I'm very, I'm very inclined to give a solution. And when they, when it becomes, when it seems like they don't want a solution, they just want someone to listen. I I used to get a little annoyed because it's like, Oh, you're wasting my time. I'm, I'm taking time out of something else I could be doing and trying to help you out. Yeah, but I don't realize yeah. that, or I did not realize that you don't want help. You just want someone to rant to, right? Yeah. So fast forward to this year, this same person calls me up, same issues, and I'm with my yeah. friends. So I say, you know what? And 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 this was during so so in Melbourne, we had our our two month or something like February until, sorry no March ish April until uh. July, like uh, June, right? So it was like two months, three months, something like that. Mm-hmm. Three month lockdown. We had a like a one month ish period or three week period whereby social restrictions were lifted. Yeah. And during that three yeah. week period, I got this call, and she and you know same problems. And so I I just straight up told her, like I said, I'm with my friends. I'll give you ten minutes of my time. And like when I saw him, I like I even gave him more than that. I gave an extra five minutes. Oh, whoop de doo! I'm a fucking charity stuff. Um, <laughs> time's precious, man. Time's precious. precious. 
um, so yeah, so I gave an extra five minutes. I was like, listen, I've already given you an extra five minutes. And I've already told you what I think you should do. And this isn't the first time we've been talking about it. Here's my solution again. It is up to you if you want to take it or not. I have to go. And I hung up. And obviously, oh. I didn't put it so. I know I didn't put it so straightforward. And I, and, I, and I know I'm wording this like I'm an asshole. And there are some of you no, no, who's no, listening no, no. to this that, that might say, oh. "Yes, Jareth is an asshole." Yo yo yo. Yo 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 yo. But you have to understand, like, or, or not, or not understand. But like from my point of view, that's how uh, the lockdown is affecting me. Like I, I don't feel as empathetic as I once used to. Okay. Jack, you you should cue like like um uh air horn effect when Jared said I put down the phone <laughs> I told him what to do and I hung up the phone. Boom, boom, boom. But yeah, that's good. that's gangster man. I think putting no. it put down and, and, and being more firm, I think that's a good thing. That's good character development. Because if not, like you just let people walk all over you. You'd be picking up phone calls, answering text messages at any day. No, any time of day, be like, oh, I'm here for you. Moments notice, whatever you need, come talk to me. <laughs> and it sounds sweet. Yeah, but also you're sort of, you're sort of going, yes, please walk all over me. Like there has to be, or, or the lesson I learned was that there has to be a, a, a line that you don't cross. That like you say, I'm like, this is the average. I'm willing to go above average for you, but don't expect me to go even beyond that. Right. Yeah. That's fair. That's I mean, Jareth is like tech support, but emotionally. <laughs> yeah, it really does seem that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> my brother would call me up to complain about my parents, and that, and like, it got so often to the point where I just pick up, go, like, hello, this is John from tech support. What's your complaint today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, note to self don't, don't rant to Jareth because he'll get mad at you. No, just yeah, he, 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 he will hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 15 minutes of my time. <laughs> I'm not and that's including fucking... the bonus five minutes. <laughs> it's not like I'm running some fucking business. I don't get paid for this. And friends shouldn't have to get paid for this. But everyone has 24 hours in a day. And if, if I were to complain to someone... I, I want to use my time to complain to someone, but that other person might not want to use that time that's, to that's listen fair. to my complaint. That, that's true. To listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, friends are not therapists. And, I, and I'm guilty of using friends with therapists. I know I have some friends that I, put, that I just, you know. No, it's, yeah. it's totally fine, but there has to be that. Because nothing is black and white, especially when it comes to interpersonal relations. It's yeah. very rarely black and white. There are things yeah. that are black and white, whereby you say, I'm your girlfriend, or I'm your boyfriend, or I'm not your girlfriend slash boyfriend, right? That's black we and see white. That. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a gray area for a lot of things, and depending on how well you manage that gray area um, is, is, is how well you navigate social relationships, right? Yeah. 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 So I mean, um, like, I know yeah, people sorry, that, yeah, like, sorry to interrupt, but I know people that are, like, similar, like, in a similar situation as you, Jeff. Like, basically, I got friends, like, just complaining, saying that, oh, you know, like, my 
let's say her other friend has been like hooking her up like asking her you know like for mental support and so on and this was yeah. like way back then and like basically i've personally i would not be a hypocrite and say that i've not done like something like that in the past obviously i did yeah and um basically I, i was like renting my problems to all my friends and it just came to a conclusion that they just said that oh i uh i feel like you've like been using me just to get an opinion out of me and mm. and for nothing else you know like the friendship isn't there anymore it's so one sided like yeah. i'm looking to i'm looking uh, towards you uh as a therapist rather than a friend right right sort of right. thing you know right yeah. yeah and like i feel like in my opinion um maybe a friend's been calling you because like she like she's a girl yeah and she probably has like a problems with a guy and so on and she probably just wants like a viewpoint of a guy and she has to want to talk to about you know based on situations like this and she basically just wants an opinion and maybe you share similarities to that guy she's been having problems with and so on so hence the fact that why she wants to like talk to you and ask you questions and so on but i wouldn't say it's it's the right thing to do for her like obviously like what you just said people have 24 hours in a day and it's based on how you want to use it so she's been using a 24 hours so rent I don't think there is a right and wrong there is no right and yeah, wrong when it comes I mean, to this because yeah, it's all emotion based no right, right? Yeah, like maybe she got she let her emo emotions get the better out of her. Yeah, and mm. so on. But it's just sometimes you know you just gotta like step back and think to yourself what you should do rather than yeah. you like going constantly to asking. Yeah, and constantly. And, and I feel like someone, for for the podcast sake, we should clarify that this is by no means saying don't ever come to me with your problems. Oh, it's yeah. more of saying please give me what you would expect me to give you back don't yeah. come to me at 12 like regularly or not even regularly but like let's say we're not we we don't talk often we're we are very low maintenance friendship i don't want someone to come hit me up at 1am every night be like hey are you up i need help and then right. i help you but then outside of that you don't call me up yeah you know what i mean yeah that makes sense and, yeah. and this is a very eye opening conversation to me because i have friends that i use for therapy no you guys like you know people like psychopan and stuff like that i like she's primarily <laughs> yes. a, yeah as a therapist friend i feel so bad now it's like i need to your your I therapeutic bakery <laughs> therapeutic <laughs> baked goods <laughs> but but like in a way in a way i feel like even if you ask someone for an opinion right you are like your next action based on your problems are going to be from the other person's opinion and like yeah. not your own opinion that's a good point yeah. so you're sort of like doing what the person tells you to do rather than you like slowly sitting down taking the time to figure out what you really need to do So I feel like sometimes you know 
you should just take the time to yourself to think what you should do rather than just hitting up someone's phone straight away. Unless it's really serious and you just want to get a person's opinion, then why not, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I feel like sometimes people do need a third opinion, or like a third person or a second opinion. I think um, we don't want to sound like we're discouraging seeking help from your friends because that's not what we're doing. Nah, that, that yeah. would be being a bad friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. What, what this is is more of like find that balance so that you're no longer simping. <laughs> I, think, I think if we were to make this a topic, and, and this is also partially pants. because this is also, also partially because <laughs> I myself have have unfortunately created this sort of of um trope or, or or reputation for being a fucking simp, right? Like Is it a trope or is it a self-fulfilling prophecy? Well call it whatever you will. Call it whatever you will, but but the, the association in my social circles is that simp equals Jared. Right, and 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 the past few months has, no, has sim been... equals schools in my pants. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. This is not an acronym. <laughs> it took took me a while to get that, but no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so th- this this whole Corona thing has been sort of a a journey for me to detach myself from that negative word, you know. Yeah, and I think you've done a good job with that. Like what you did with the um, girl you talked about just now. I think that was very unsimp, unsimpy of you. So that was a big step yeah. in uh, character development. I, and, and I told you when it happened, I said I was very proud. And I was very, yeah. As, as, yeah, as, uh, as a Mr. Trong said, used to say in, uh, in, uh, in high school with, uh, car- what was it fucking, what was the fucking class called? Um, character transformation. Character building, character building. Oh yeah, well, yeah, whatever the fuck it, it was called. Like, Wait. Isn't it CT? CT yeah, in secondary school. CT. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nigel only came in correct uh, in secondary, but I, yeah, these, these things where but he go like, you have to have the the correct character. <laughs> he always used to say correct instead of correct, and like I used to oh, correct him. I, I used to say like, Mister Chong, it's it's correct, like it's R E C T. And he, he would remember it for Don't the be... first time. No, no, no. He he was so nice. He'd be like, oh, correct, okay. Fucking next Thursday comes around, he be he go right back right. to saying, <laughs> yeah, he go right back to saying correct. I was like, you know, this he's he's, he's okay. Cemented. Okay, so so his son follows me on Instagram. So if this podcast gets to his son, just want you know, your dad's amazing. We love your dad. We love <laughs> we love the. No, he's, he was such a nice guy. It was just it was just such a funny story. Yeah, he's a very nice, he's a very nice guy. Though. Yeah. His mom was so nice to me because she used to work in the office and um, I, I was a fat fucking kid. <laughs> and I would always need like these custom pants. So, <laughs> being the la- yeah, she being the lady in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, what's the, this fucking school uniform department. Oh, the uniform, like, yeah, yeah, yeah She yeah. would always take my measurements and she would always have conversations with my mom. And she was like, oh, Jared, you lost weight. Look, your, your measurements have gone down a bit. I'm like, oh, thank you. But I still knew I was a fat little fucker. <laughs> but yeah, they were so sweet. Um, you know, not a negative word to say about, about the two of them. Yeah, just to make that clear, that we don't shit talk people in this podcast. Oh, no, no, we do shit talk people, just not them. <laughs> and you said <laughs> We're not trying to pretend that we're, we're fucking angels here, but just to be 
just to be clear about this one specific instance. Yeah, to be clear, like uh, if you're listening to this, I don't know who's listening to this, but uh, me and Jeff were in the same school. I was in the same school from Senate One. Uh, Jared came uh, yeah. in. Yeah, I joined. I joined in standard three, and Nigel came like, a like uh, four. No, not like, four. Like years. Three, three like, years like later, a de- in, like a decade later, like a yeah. decade later. Yeah, he came. He came. <laughs> he came as the older kid who we thought was gonna pick up all the chicks. Yeah, Hell but he just nah. picked the wrong chick, and he got heartbroken. Dude, I I was low-key jealous because when you came in, right, I had a crush on someone, you know, in our class, and then she was like, and she gave me so much attention. I was like, screw this. I was like, fuck this guy. You know? <laughs> Can I say the girl's name? I mean, it's fine if I say her name. I, I, it's, I mean, it's you, I mean you, you, you. I, I mean, like, you can say it, but if you choose to, I mean, like, uh, maybe you could beep it out. <laughs> I mean, you guys know who I liked, right? So I don't have to say it, but yeah. Uh, but I, I will have to do some clarifying because, <laughs> you know what? I'll do it in <laughs> chat right now. I'll do it in <laughs> chat right now. Just, hey, sorry for the podcast. This is... Uh, Wait, you guys know who it is? I said, I totally was, was it this name? Oh, is hell no. Nah. Who? Wait, let me see. It's in chat. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so hell this name. Nah, hell nah. Oh, th- I was going to make a very misogynistic uh, comment, but I will refrain from doing so because this is 2020 and we're all very progressive individuals. Yeah, so like, Nigel, when also you keep- another lesson I learned. Yeah, please. Yeah, to be progressive because it cost me a fucking coffee date with an Irish chick. <laughs> so I, I think empathy is something that I I can probably brush up on and and um I mean I'm here in Australia and you know I've heard I've heard slurs tossed around I'm I'm aware that these people don't actually give a shit that I'm Chinese and I've seen Wait, like I I thought I thought like racism was quite bad in Australia I I guess in the rural towns it it still occurs. And I mean, there were cases of of racism when when Corona first hit, but yeah, like in in my social situations, like in in parties, I I've seen other people from other countries be offended when they hear an Aussie say chink or something. Personally, yeah. I don't care because I'm aware that this guy or this girl doesn't give a shit. It's just become normalized for them, and part of me. Well, uh, the old me would be like, yeah, relax, dude. It's fine. Like, call him a, a Yankee or, a, or whatever slur you want. Yankee they don't it. care, right? Yeah. But the problem is, then then I found out about systemic racism. And that was a whole new fucking yeah. can of worms, right? Yeah. So yeah, I started reading well, up on like... What's that? So, so systemic racism is basically like ingrained racism. Yeah. Like, at, at, to the point whereby it's like it's seen as okay. Like, like, you know how in Malaysia we accept certain racial, racially charged um, things like, or, or implications. There, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And, and I, I won't go into detail as to state what those are in case, you know, the people who disagree. And this isn't that kind of podcast. And we're not but, up on that anyway, I think. Yeah. Um, but, but we all know that there are some widely accepted racially charged implications. And just yeah. by accepting that we are supposedly or well, according to certain f- uh, philosophers and we are encouraging this form of racism by not standing up to it so it, it was yeah. weird for me to admit that although i found it funny and and it was all good laughs it was actually me being racist i didn't realize i could be racist to my own race 
Like right. that, it's such a yeah, weird concept yeah, yeah. to say. Like, I fucking I'm racist my towards my own. Yeah, and, and I, I don't like. If you had asked me, like, uh, Jared, do you hate Chinese? I'd say, no, I'm Chinese. How can I hate the Chinese? <laughs> like that, that doesn't make sense. And yeah. I've had sociology professors say, oh, you can't be racist to a white person because they've had so much time to be racist to other cultures that it, it's not, it doesn't count as being racist. Which is so weird to me to hear from a from an educated individual, but yeah. So this whole concept about systemic racism is really interesting, especially since it's so widely accepted and deeply ingrained. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And it's a, such a fickle topic to tackle. It is like it's everywhere. It's um, it's in Malaysia. If you can see it, it's yeah. definitely here in the, the the United States. So it's it's it's. Oh kind of yeah, sad. it's super. It's super bad in the US. Like yeah, me and my friends were on like, like me and my friends were like on a tram, and then this one guy, he was like on a tram guy, and like, yeah, like not a tram, a tram, like, <laughs> what? A vehicle tram, a tram. Oh, tram. oh, okay, yeah, okay, tram, okay, tram. yeah, yeah, not a tram, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so like we were on a tram. We were on a tram, right? And we were going to like this Asian. We were going to like this Asian mart, right? So like it's around ten minutes from where I live. So like we were on the tram, and there was this homeless guy, and he had this dog with him, and the dog was kind of cute. But then like obviously we didn't want to touch it because that was like during like coronavirus and so on, and um, we just didn't want to touch anything. We were wearing masks and like gloves mm-hmm. and all, just for like. Um, precaution yeah so basically um he saw us looking at the dog and he was like oh y'all want to pet it and then we 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 just said that we were good but he kept insisting for some reason so like we were just hoping that the we reach our stop and just get out (laughs) so once we reached our stop like he ignored us for like the time being because like we kept insisting no so he just ignored us and while uh while we reached our stop and uh, when we were getting out of the tram, he like looked at us again, like briefly, and he was like, "Oh, your your Chinese, your Asians brought in the coronavirus," and he started laughing, and we just like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. William told me the story is kind of kind of BS. yeah. It's it's yeah, so stupid. Sounds nah, like if that happened to me. Now, depending on my mood, I'd either laugh off like, nah, man, that fucking wasn't me. Like, I've been here for two and a half years. How could it be me? Um, if I was in a bad mood, I'd be like, no, fucking read a book or read the news or some shit. But obviously, I mean, yeah. they don't think it's racist, right? Like, I was in, I was in Europe over December and, and like, um, you know, I had short hair, I had shades on. And, like, the, this white couple just walked past me. They're like, oh, opa! And I was so tempted to go, I'm fucking Chinese, you dumbasses. That's that's BS. But, I mean, but they're so nice about it, right? Like the intentions behind it are like, I'm trying to to socialize with you and and joke with you. They're not they're not saying, Oh, you fucking Asian oh, slit right, I can't right, do. Right. They're not doing that, right? Right, right. But the right. problem in itself or or the, the, the problem that I've learned about is that it inherently is racist and should be stopped, which yeah. is alien yes. to me. It's yes. alien that this is bad because it doesn't feel bad. Like, honestly, like, if someone came up to me 
if you're not watching, I, I am brown. If someone came up to me and said namaste, <laughs> I wouldn't be happy with it. Like, I, I wouldn't like that a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I just like laugh it up. Like, I, okay, so I was in the Gold Coast a few years ago and I, I had a top knot at the time. So, and it was like schoolies time. So schoolies is when all the 18-year-olds finish their, their, their year 12s in high school and they, mm-hmm. and they go and have parties and whatnot. So I was just walking yeah. about and um, I had a top knot. I was like so heavy. I was like 136 or some shit, maybe heavier. And like these drunk people like, Oi, sumo, sumo. <laughs> And I found it so funny. I was like, "Oh, these fucking drunk idiots!" Um, and, and it was so nice. They're like, "Oh, you want a you you want a cigarette?" And I was like, "No," because I was with my with my family. I was like, "Oh no, I can't join you guys. I'm so sorry. But you guys stay safe." You know, it's like I knew these guys didn't fucking hate on me because I was wearing a top on some shit. But if someone else were to hear it who had maybe a, a more strict view on racism, they'd be like, "Yo, these fuckers are so bad." Um, yeah, and like. As someone who doesn't care, it was so weird to learn that it is an issue and that by laughing at it and enjoying it, I'm only encouraging You're indirectly perpetuating it, but I don't yeah, know it's to what so, extent it was su- yeah. such a weird concept to, to accept. Um, but yeah, humans are complicated and, and the whole being aware thing is, is, is difficult, but it's something you get as you start to age i guess it's definitely not something you think about in high school i just find it funny that when you're in europe they just came up to you and said oh (laughs) yeah so i was at i was at that fountain here the famous fountain in rome i was just walking there and like like they came there oh i was like (laughs) you walk past these restaurants and they'd have people standing outside like trying to get tourists in and some of them would go oh my god I went into a wine shop once, right? To to get some wine yeah. um, in, in, I believe this was Germany. This is Berlin. And uh, this old couple uh, was exiting as I came in. So I held the door open for them. Yeah. And I shit you not, this old guy, he was maybe 60 something, he fucking bent down and was like, Kamsa Hamida. I was so okay. tempted to say, it mean? means thank you in Korean. I was so yeah, tempted to say I'm a. F- I was so tempted to say like I'm fucking Chinese, but thanks anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I just sort of like like nodded like oh yeah you're welcome don't worry about it. Why why it's- why do people actually assume that you're Korean? That's the thing. Like mostly people assume that you're Chinese. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't care. I I just found it so funny that a six year old guy would bow to me because like. In Asian culture, you don't have old people bowing to you. Bowing to you, yeah. Yeah, so, and um, <laughs> it was just funny to me, but yeah, that's the kind of racism that you don't really pick up on because they don't realize it. And I mean, to they, me, it's not it, a problem. It, it doesn't appear that it's a problem, but deep down inside, it might be a problem. Yeah, I it's like a normal thing, right? Yeah, I think it it, it, it facilitates it, the normalization of the more extremes. Yeah, yeah which is the fact why it's that it's normal is a problem. It's, that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I wish it, it wasn't. It's so funny. It's like a, it's like a friendly gesture, rather than it being a problem, you know. But yeah. in a way, like people people assume, and I mean, like uh, you know, they could just say thank you assume. and so on. You yeah, see, people that brings assume. up. <laughs> I think I think we should wrap it up there um, with a quote from one of our good friends, at least Nigel and my good friend. Um, 
she always says, don't assume. And I think that's a good takeaway for, for today's episode. Wait, who's your, don't, who's the yeah. sword from? Oh, you want me to give a name <laughs> on the podcast? I don't know if she'll be okay with it. Oh, okay, Here, okay. I'll, I'll type, I'll type it, it in out. the chat. Just type it out. I don't have more work to do in Portugal. Oh, hell no. Don't assume. See? And and I think that's good that that's a good way to to close today's podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Don't assume our people will still be assuming. Yeah. Which is why this should be the takeaway. (laughs) This is what people who listen to this should take away. Don't assume. All right. So before we wrap up, just let's go around um everyone individual goals. So the remainder of the year, yeah. Wow, yeah, what okay. the hell is this? Like a uh, Christian class, you know, Sunday school. Yes. What goals is... you want us to talk about? This yeah, is called peer support, Nigel. Peer support, yes. Peer support slash comedy. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, goals. Um, I don't know. Just oh, wow, well, what? Uh, yeah, I want to graduate. I'd love to fucking graduate. That's that's. I think yeah. that's a good goal. Um, and maybe I guess find a job by start of next year. Right. Mm, that's good. You, Nigel? I mean, uh, I just want to hopefully get through my semester, my fall semester good. Hopefully everything settles down, you know, life um, life just gets back to normal. But obviously with the healthy, you know, like with the more clean and tidy type of thing going on in restaurants and so on. Yep. And like I just hope that this pandemic serves as a lesson as a lesson for people to, you know, uh keep clean and like I hopefully like I hope that this habit would not die. And I hope mm. life, you know, just gets better from now. Like yeah. Yeah. Um for, uh, for me, like same thing as Nigel, I wanna get through the semester, I wanna, you know, work on myself career wise, academic wise and mental health wise. That's gonna be a big focus, and I'm and I'm also gonna eat healthy. I, I I ordered um avocados and sesame seeds yesterday, so I'm gonna be wow. healthy as fuck. Uh, I'm gonna eat the greens and shit, and yeah, hopefully that helps. And well, um, let me just end it with, with uh, the more fiber you eat, the better your shits will be. That is so that. Yeah, yeah, that's a big point for me because my shit's been so dry. It's like very hard. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like tree bark. <laughs> Yeah, when I started when I started my cutting, I, I upped my fiber and I tell you, my in my gastrointestinal process has become a fully efficient powerhouse. And apparently if, constipation. Um, if we take um antidepressants, your shit will be amazing. Yeah. Well, let's hope none of us need antidepressants <laughs> in the upcoming six months. I mean, we're sort of teetering on the edge given how negative the news is, but Yeah, let's see. We can all dream. Yeah. Right, so, how long has this podcast been going on for like an hour? Yeah, over an hour. <laughs> yeah, it has. It's been really long. No, I was just wrapping it yeah, up because I have to yeah. run. Yeah. All right. So, so thank yeah. you very much. Oh, uh, sorry for taking your time, Jeremy. You gave us an extra like 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, oh, yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm giving you my extra 10 minutes. Here's my solution. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so but, much yeah, for, yeah. Uh, for listening. Um, to the podcast and we, we hope you enjoyed it you probably didn't listen to the end because who the fuck would <laughs> you, know, you know what if you listen to the end listen if you listen to the end send either one of us a DM with the words 
uh, I don't know, uh, focus, focus. Corona time, Corona yeah. time. Send corona us the time. word Corona Cor- time. Corona so we time. know can, which of you I are the real. No one is gonna listen to the end. <laughs> and if you listen to the end, let me just say you're fucking, you're fucking lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you listen to the end and you send us the word fucking Corona time, reevaluate your time spent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like <laughs> hopefully you've enjoyed our first episode. And, uh, I enjoyed we'll it. I enjoyed see it. You in the next, we'll be see you in the next uh, two years when the second episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real though, like we'll we'll see y'all in episode two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Signing off, Jackson. Close this up. All right. So thank you for listening, and uh, bye bye.